welcome to uh, another another episode of the Blood Bourbon and Bull podcast. I'm here this week with my wife, Allison. Um, we're going to talk about. I guess we're going to talk about relationships. We I don't we didn't really talk about what we we're going to talk about. I thought we were doing long our long distance relationship. Yeah, so relationships. Um, so for those of you who don't know, me and me and my wife are relatively newlyweds. We've been married. Depending on when this episode airs, about a, a little over a year. Um, we were long distance for officially for eight months, but we started talking. That's a weird kind of thing. We started talking, stopped talking. We started talking in a long distance kind of relationship thing that wasn't really a relationship. We stopped talking because neither of I didn't want to get into a long distance relationship at the time. We started talking again. I went up and visited her, and then we were in a long-distance relationship for eight months before I convinced her to move to near me. And then she was living here for three, three and a half months before I proposed. We got married six or seven months later, and then um, we got pregnant six months after that. Uh, yeah. That brings us to our first year anniversary. Or, and then six months later brings us to our first six month anniversary. So around this time, the this this episode is gonna air. Um, so kind of. And then four months later, we'll have a baby. And yeah, and then we'll, yeah, we got this. This is all kinds of impacted <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So let's let's talk about um, how we met. I've I want to I'm gonna interject at times with my side of the story, but um, tell me how we met. So, I was on vacation in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and I was driving back home to Indianapolis, Indiana. I was on Hinge, swiping, tootling around, and this hottie patati from Florida, um, his profile came up. He had comments about baseball. His question was, what's the best... What's the greatest baseball movie ever? I responded with Sandlot, and that's how we started talking. Okay, so for those of you who don't have not been in the online app dating world, there are several kind of big name apps. Uh, your your Tenders, your Bumbles, um, the majority like Tender, Bumble, stuff like that. They all kind of have their gimmick. Like you know, this is you know with Bumble, the girl you match, and then the girl has to make the first move. Um, Tinder's kind of just wide open. You match and anyone can do anything. Um, but with Hinge, kind of the gimmick is you set up a profile and then someone from the opposite gender, or if you have it set up to the same gender, someone, basically someone interested in you can comment on any kind of, of anything on your profile. Um, so like you can comment on pictures or... Um, in my case, there was kind of prompts of like, you know, ask, ask a fun question. And my prompt was, you know, what's the greatest baseball movie of all time? Um, Allison's kind of first comment to that was Sam lost the greatest baseball movie of all time. Um, and I responded with something along the lines of, well, I guess we don't have anything to debate. <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah. Um, so the conversation started, um, go ahead, uh, I, I want to put this in there. Um, when I heard the story, she always told me she did not realize that she ne ever changed the, her location 
from Indianapolis to, you know, where I, like, current location, she, she thought she had, still had it turned on to, like, be in Indianapolis. Um, that's the way she told me the story when we first started dating. Uh, much, much later, like, after the engagement, she said she knew that she had it turned on to current location, and she knew that I was from Florida when we matched. Um, so do you, would you care to comment on that? <laughs> I'm terrible with technology, so... Either, as of today, I do not know what the truth is. All I know is at some point I realized that I am located in Indianapolis and this person is located in Florida and I don't think he realizes that we're not in the same state. Yeah, because I think when we matched, you were, you were in Alabama and I had a pretty wide radius at the time. So Gulf Shores is like an hour and a half from here. Mm-hmm. Right, whatever, I was... I, I was running wide. I wasn't getting a ton of stuff in my local uh, watering holes that I was willing to kind of go after. So I had a wide wide range that I was looking for on the apps and, you know, turned out to work out. So, yeah. So you, uh, you found out that we were in separate places. You said something like, hey, I don't think you know this, but we're a long way off. I think by that point, we were having pretty good conversation for like app dating um so like a lot of app dating conversation is what's your favorite color and like green yeah it's real real not good like you can kind of tell pretty early on who wants to engage with you and who doesn't want to engage with you and you even get some people that do want to engage with you that just give you real flat answers and it gets just annoying because you can't you can't follow along with what you know you can't i can't start a conversation if I ask you what your favorite color is, and you just say green, and don't at least ask me back what my favorite color is, right? Or even have a, de- a depth response that you can go off for a conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to you have to bring something back in app dating, especially in the beginning. It has to be, you can ask what's your favorite color, but their response needs to be, my favorite color is, you know, maybe the why, and then a response of like, what's your favorite color or something related to the why, right? My favorite color is green because I love the way that, you know, grass looks, right? Which, you know, whatever and, and get into whatever. So yeah, there's, she was, we were having very, we, we had gotten past kind of the superficial conversation and we were having pretty good conversation about honestly don't remember we probably talked about my 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 past relationships and we were talking about our our faith and some some stuff like that real early like real early on within 24 to 48 hours which is in the app dating world is really quickly um to be getting into that kind of conversation and then you basically were like oh by the way i don't actually live in alabama i live in indianapolis um and then you had responded, damn, I would have asked you for a drink. Yeah, I was, I, I think I was in the point, because I had, I had a few, I had a bunch of rules when I was uh, dating back, back in my, my mid, late 20s. Um, and basically, if I wasn't asking a girl on a date within 48 hours of kind of matching and starting a conversation, I was done with that conversation. Um, and if she wasn't, if she didn't accept a date within a week of me asking, so like if I said, like if we, if we matched on Monday... And I asked you on Wednesday to get drinks on Friday and you said no. And you didn't come back with a, well, let's get drinks, you know, the following Monday or the following 
basically you had until the following Friday. And if you weren't willing to like can like come together at all and would bring together, you know, let's let's do this within a week of me asking you to go somewhere, then I was then I just assumed you were done and I didn't want to waste time with it. Mm-hmm. Um I, I understand that like some people legitimately like, oh, this is a bad time. And like I think there were a couple girls that like the timing was legitimately bad. They were like, oh, you know, I'm going on a bachelorette party this weekend and then next weekend so-and-so is doing this. But, you know, I would love to continue to chat. Let's get together right after that. Like, I understand things happen. And generally, if someone would be able to, like, if they explained it like that and they explained it well, I I, I would break a lot of my rules, is I guess is what I'm saying. But I had very, like, I, I, I guess they were more of guidelines, not rules. Um, I don't know. Did you have anything similar when you were app dating i'm trying to think i feel like mine were more um you know did they not appear like a creep Uh, were they they could they have an intellectual conversation uh, or like and i think the my other big thing was were they not because a lot of guys would like start off fine and then they would start wanting to talk about physical stuff like how far you're willing to go and it's like, dude, you haven't even asked me out on a date, so like... Oh, yeah, that guy, I'm yeah. not willing to talk to you about physical stuff if you're not willing and to, I like, think hang out. I, I don't disagree, but I also think there's a natural kind of way that that could progress and it not be creepy or, like... Correct. Like, there's a, there's a way you could get to those conversations before a first date. But the but it's it has to be you can't force it in there. It has to be, and I mean I guess obviously someone has to kind of force it in. But like it 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 has to be more organic. Well, I remember I was so I before we had even met, I tried every dating app. Like I'd been on every single one, and usually I don't know if you, if you felt this way, but if you've been on every single one, you kind of figure out which ones work for you, which ones. Yeah, no. Data-wise, I... you're going to get the most dates or the most contacts. So, and for me, what I figured out was Hinge and Bubble were the best for my watering hole of gathering people. But I remember talking to one person, I think it was even on, like, day two of someone, and he had asked, so how many people have you slept with? And my counter was, I don't think that's any of your business. We have never even met. And then he countered, well, so you're a slut, and you're saying you're a Christian, but you're really a whore. And I said, well, it's none of your business, so I'm going to block you. So that that was my, like, if you're jumping to that conversation without even willing to, like, have a meet, like, a meet and greet, mm-hmm. like, you're done. I think my ba- my rules were more about what was on their profile. So, like... My hard and fast rules were if there was any shirtless, any pictures with other women, or any pictures with kids, automatically swipe left. It's actually interesting because I had... Were you the opposite? No, 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 no. no. I would... Topless! Topless was totally okay for me. (laughs) Must have kids and definitely pictures with multiple guys. No, the guy... I did actually have a thing with guy things. And it wasn't that I had an issue with guy things. I had... I had no problem with one group picture, but when you had like they were all group pictures, that bothered me. Um, so like there, there was a lot of like, and there was a lot to it. Like if you, 
I would give you one or two group pictures and kind of depending on what the group was and what you were doing, like, I get it. Um, and I'd also be okay with, like, you in a picture with a couple friends and, like, like so there was stuff that, like, was okay, but, like, if you didn't have, if at least half of your pictures weren't just you in some way, then, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I struggled. Um, Especially if you have multiple ch- pictures with you and your best friend. And you're like, well, which, which, yeah, which, which when it's, yeah, when it's all, when all, four, when all, you know, all, you have four or five pictures and all five of them are you and your best friend. Like, okay, which one are you? Right. Um, and I mean, in a lot of those cases, both were relatively attractive. I would just like to know. <laughs> like, I have, I don't care which one of you it is. I just want to know which one, <laughs> you know. Um, well, and I don't know if you knew this, but most of my pictures were curated. So my best friend is a photographer. Yeah, yeah. And so for my 30th birthday, I did a photo shoot. Not for the purpose of online dating, but it worked out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> or if I would go somewhere on a trip, I would purposely have photos taken. For dating purposes. For dating app purposes. Yeah, I had a couple like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I also... Because I was on, I was on a dating app for probably three ish years, four years. So yeah, I, I, my, my dating profile had evolved quite a bit by the time we started dating. Um, but the other thing too, I guess, is that most people, that a lot of, I don't know that a lot of people think about is when you match, you have to quickly, like you got to weed through some stuff really quickly. And I think it's a lot harder for girls than it is for guys because. The guy, the general way a guy does it is, and I know this because I've been, like, I've talked to a bunch of guys that do stuff like this, is anything that's even, like, anything you're even remotely attracted to, like, swipe right. Um, Because you can kind of weed through it later. And I think that that causes problems on the other side, too, where you have, like, in your case, I don't know that your case specifically, but, like, where girls get an overload of guys because everyone that's even remotely attractive to them is swiping on them. So, like, anyone they swipe on will match. Um, that's good to know for my past self. Because, well, I would start off, I would do the whole swiping thing, be talking to seven, six or seven guys, but then eventually it would be down to, like, one or two. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that, from a from a guy standpoint, that was the way, I know that was the way I did it, that's the way most guys that I talked to did it, is you do anyone you're remotely attracted to physically, or like something on their profile, and you're like, oh, I, that's interesting enough that like I'd be willing to start a conversation, swipe right, see what happens. Um, because you can, like, it's easy to quickly figure out, oh, never mind, she's a dud, <laughs> and just kind of move on. Um, is that, is that how you felt the first time you talked to me? That was exactly how I felt <laughs> the first time I talked to you. No, but so we, we did, okay, so we, you know, we, we matched, we, you, you told me that we, you lived, whatever, 16 hours away, or I forget how long it is. 12 hours away. 12 hours, you lived 12 hours away, um, and then we, we actually talked about meeting up at some point pretty early on, and I don't know if I'm pretty sure I backed out because I was like, I just, I, it's not worth it. I don't know this girl. I'm not, I'm not driving six hours. I think we're going to be in Nashville. I'm not driving mm-hmm. six hours to, you know, meet this girl I've never met, whatever. And I think that's kind of where we parted ways the first time. Well, yeah, we had planned to meet up 
and that didn't happen and I think for me I was like I really like this person I really it's easy to talk to him but like if we're not meeting up this isn't going anywhere like I I don't need a pen pal I need a essentially a boyfriend no right? yeah and that's that's but that was my exact thing right is I don't I wasn't I mean even when I, I was not looking for a long distance relationship at the time. Not 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 only was I not looking for it, I was very against the idea of a long distance relationship. Like that's not what I was looking for. Um, so we parted ways probably a month, month and a half after we started talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started dating a complete. I, I started dating another girl locally. Um, pretty quickly after. Pretty quickly after we dated for about six months. Then I broke up with her because of some just just differences, and it it I didn't see being married. She was a great girl, don't get me wrong. I just didn't see being married to her, um, for no specific reason that I can think of now. It just it just didn't seem right. Um, so I I broke up with her actually right before Thanksgiving, um, right after your birthday, right after my birthday, and then. Thanksgiving, you sent like a happy Thanksgiving text that at the time I just assumed was like she was going through and like sending it to everyone and forgot who I was and you know whatever she just kind of like sent it to me. So I was like, oh, and I and I had like on my phone it it still had all our messages from when we kind of had started um, started chatting and I think you were probably still in his Allison Hinge probably at the time. So it wasn't even Allison last name; it was Allison Hinge. Um, so I was like, oh, who, who did I talk to that, like, we stopped talking to? And I went through, and I was like, I really enjoyed talking to this girl. And it took me until I got to the very beginning of our messages that I was like, oh, yeah, this is the girl from Indiana. I don't want to talk to her. Whatever. <laughs> so I, you know, happy happy Thanksgiving back. You know, I I was dealing with a breakup. So, it, you know, whatever. Any attention right there was fine. And I was... Not uh, struggling is the wrong word. I just you know I I was back in the dating scene and it wasn't I I was not enjoying it. Let's say that it. it, it well, you had even asked me advice or like because you had even talked to me about some of your dating experiences like between in November and December. Oh yeah, because I was just what I'm saying. I, I was still dating. Yeah. Um, when we were talking the second time. Because I remember you took that photo from the Christmas party and you're like, do you think I should post this on my profile? Yeah, I was asking you for dating advice. Because at that point, to me, we had already like closed the door on our relationship. And we were, I mean, she she was cool. I enjoyed talking to her. I just thought she was trying to be like pen pals at this point. Like I did legitimately think you were trying to be pen pals at that point. So I was like, all right. Um, and then... Fast forward to probably middle to late December. Well, before that, so we were talking. It was going great. And during that time, I just, I was like, okay, God, like, I th- like I'm feeling really strong vibes. Like, I think this could actually work out this time. Like, in the past, I think I tend to be pushy and overbearing where I push people away mm-hmm. and so I I basically was like okay God like I'm not going to push anything on the him I'm just gonna enjoy the friendship enjoy the conversation and like God you have to close the door like 
you keep the door open and he has to make the moves and I you just keep the door open and like I'm just I'm just gonna show up. Mm-hmm. So it would have been I wanna say it was Christmas. It may or may not have been Christmas. It was probably the week between Christmas and New Year, somewhere in there that I was like I think it was before because you had already sent me a Christmas gift. So I think it was before you sent me the Christmas gift. That I decided to come up there? I think so. Okay, that's fair. So I sent you that Christmas gift really early though, because I sent you the Christmas gift in time to, for you to go to Christmas right. with your parents. To my uh, sober holiday. To your, to your dry holiday. Um, to anyone who doesn't know and is, is listening, it was a flask, so she could sneak in, uh, sneak in booze to her dry, dry, dry holiday. Um, that that was probably a sign right there that you know she was willing to. Sneak in booze, you know that that spoke a lot to my heart. Um, but yeah, so we were we were talking about. Well, I was talking. I was like, you know what? I, I don't remember exactly. I honestly don't remember exactly what it was. I think I had some airline miles or something like that, and I was that were expiring. And I was like, you know what? I'll fly up there and go see her. So I ended up flying up there. It was Super Bowl weekend, twenty twenty. Um, After I had taken my licensure. Yeah, right after you had taken, you had gotten your license, you know, and all that, uh, your your professional license. And so I ended up flying up there. Um, we had a great time. The, we, we go back and forth on how we define this <laughs> because I say we had our first three dates in day one. <laughs> and she says that, you know, that was only one date. <laughs> um but yeah, so I was up there for the weekend, um, and kind of at the end of the weekend, I started realizing I, I kind of I would like to pursue her. I, I'd be willing to pursue a long distance relationship with this woman. Um, it wasn't that I I I was open to it again. I was open to it for the first time since we had started talking. Um, well, and we had made clear guidelines too. Like, if we were going to do this, like there needs to be a cutoff time. What do you mean? Like, I had. I, either I was going to move or you oh, yeah. were going to move. I was getting to that part of the story. Oh, sorry. That was before that. So at the end of the weekend, I I sit her down and we go. I say, look, I'm interested in having a, a long-distance relationship with you. We need to set some guidelines. We can do this, you know, later. But this is how it's going to work. I'm not going to date you until you're willing to come down and meet me where I'm at, right? We're, I'm not going to have a one-sided long-distance relationship I'm not going to commit to a relationship with you until you come to Navarre. Um, I also mentioned basically that, like, if you buy tickets for a month from now, I'm not going to date anyone between now and then. But, like, we're not date Like, we're not exclusive. Um, so she said, okay. And I don't remember how quickly she bought the tickets. I said, I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, but she's, it was, yeah, she bought tickets for two weeks later. Um. So, yeah, then she came down. The weekend, the world shut down. No, no, that that was six months later. So I came in February 15th. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, you came You came February 15th. So the, so yeah, yeah, so you're the first time. So I came, I was down there like that Super Bowl Sunday, so whatever, the first weekend in February. You were down, you came down Valentine's Day weekend. Um, and we officially started dating on the 15th. Because that was the day you flew in. 
Mm-hmm. And then... And then I was... my The plan was I was going to come back in March for your dad's wedding. Yep. So my dad was my dad was getting married um, March 14th originally. 14th or 15th of 2020. Um, so she flew down either March 12th or March 13th of 2020. So the weekend that the world shut down. Um, like I remember leaving work. I left work on Thursday... And I, I was at the time I was working at home on Fridays anyway, so I was working at home on Friday, and we got the email of like, "Don't show back up to work for at least I think it was at that point it was two weeks to flatten the curve, so don't show up to work until April." It's kind of what they said, um, and then that that kept getting pushed back. I mean, we all lived it; it was there. Uh, but well, well, before we I flew out, we had conversations on the phone several times that week. Like, do I fly out? Like, what? What is this? How? What is this COVID thing? Why? Like? Yeah, because I don't. That's what I'm, I don't remember those conversations because I don't remember thinking it was a big deal either. I didn't think it was either because I remember joking about, yeah, there's people in the airport wearing masks and they look ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun times, fun times. But yeah, so you flew down. The world shut down. Actually, your flight got canceled out. Um, on the way back. On the way back, yeah, your flight got canceled. To back. To Indianapolis, um, so we had to scramble to do that. That was that was fun, and then surprisingly, COVID was great for our relationship because it made the tickets a lot cheaper. So traveling was kind of a pain, but it was a lot cheaper to fly back and forth. So we were able to go back and forth once once a month for at least. Um, yeah, we did May, June, July, and August, mm-hmm. and then I moved. Yeah. Well, you moved in October. Mm-hmm. I thought we did something in September, too. No. Because that's when Hurricane Sally hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but, and we did something before. We did something, I think we did something in April, too. Like, I think from February on, we were back and forth at least once a month. I think you're right. Um, yeah, because we met in Nashville. I was going to say, we met, we met other places a couple times. Because, oh, April would have been the month that you came down to um, Gulf Shores again. Oh, that's right. That's right. So there were a few, I mean, a few, and a few of those trips weren't necessarily to see, not they were, they were to see each other. They weren't necessarily all the way there, all the way back. We met, we met other places a couple times. Um, yeah, so then we did, you know, you moved down here in October and I proposed in December, and we got married in June. Mm-hmm. But our perspective of long distance is very different. Where? Oh yeah, that time. was definitely the, yeah. You were like that was so awesome. I loved every minute of it, and I'm like that was the worst part of our entire relationship. <laughs> because because I think I well I had gotten into the rhythm of it, so I knew what to expect. And then when I moved down here, it was like. I had this expectation of, oh, now that we live in the same town, we're going to see each other every day, we're going to do all the stuff, and that wasn't realistic. Yeah, but I guess, yeah, because I don't think you were comparing it to a normal, like, relationship when you moved down here. You were... No, I just expect, I mean, we talk every day, why not, why aren't we seeing each other? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. So, like, you weren't, you weren't comparing it to, like, ex-boyfriends, you were like... Well, we, we talk every day. What's now that we live next to each other? Why don't we like 
sit in the same room and talk every day. Right. Um, yeah. So that the that was that was some rocky times there. We'll say that. Um, yeah, I think the first month th- was. I think you lived in a little more bliss than I did. Uh, but yeah, we got engaged. That was fun. We had I got we got engaged in like in the beach. Had a wonderful dinner after, and then we had a lot of champagne that night. I threw up in the at midnight. Yep, good times, good times, and then then we started planning a wedding. We got married, and tropical storm comes through on our wedding day. Uh, and yeah, that was so. Instead of having a beach wedding, we had a not beach wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we've talked. I, I actually uh, I've talked about it with Micah. We. We still go out to the to where we were supposed to get married to like pray, and that's kind of where we 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 connect. That's where we connect with God the most, um, just because of how we did it leading up to our, our wedding. Our wedding. I always feel like when we tell it to people, our how we feel or our emotional response to those memories are very different because like. I think our memories are very different in general. Oh, on for that sure. Time, on that time because time. I think there was times when I thought it was wonderful, and you're like, "This was the hardest thing ever." I thought about backing out multiple times. And I'm like, I I think for me, and not that you weren't praying at the time, but I think for me, like, even in those hard moments, I just like was like, "Okay, God, like, you're in charge of keeping the door open or not," and like. Yeah, and I think that's where where we saw the responses different, right? So in the hard times, you were like, well, just, you got it. And in the hard times, I was like, is that you telling me to, to shut it down? Right? <laughs> so that, I mean, that that's the difference, right? Is you were looking at, you were looking at it in the context of how do I make this better? How do we get better at this? How do we do things? And I was looking at it in the context of, is that the sign that this isn't, like, she's not the right one to, to, mm-hmm. to move down here? Oh, um, I see. Yeah, because I actually struggled with asking you to move down here. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was worried. I had a, I had a strong fear that you were going to get down here. I was going to hate being around you every day. <laughs> and then I was going to break up with you after you moved to Florida. And you were going to be stuck down here with no one to talk to. I think I... Well, I have a big enough support system in Indianapolis. So, like, my... Three of my four best friends live in Indiana... And they all helped me pack up. And each of them separately said, if this doesn't work out, you know you're coming back. We got your back. We're here. They all stood at my wedding. So, like, you know. Our wedding. Not your wedding. Our Our wedding. wedding. Sorry. Our wedding. Um, And then two out of the three thought you were murdering me when my emergency phone went off. That's another story. Um, but I think for me, like, I love going on adventures and putting, I wouldn't say that currently in my life, but I like challenging myself and I like personal growth. And so this was, you're my greatest adventure. I mean, moving to Florida, I mean, what's the worst thing that happened? I live on the beach. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, like, I have to sit my ties as I'm crying my tears of sadness like watching the sunset rough rough (laughs) life rough life yeah so and 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 i think like for me i didn't i didn't have that fear i mean yeah like no you probably had the fear but like i actually because to you i guess and that's where it gets different right to you if things went wrong your friends would have come down and take you back right right? to me i was just an asshole who like (laughs) broke up with this girl who moved 12 hours away to be with him right um so what changed? How did you, what, what was that turning point where you're like, 
because that first month was not easy for me. Oh, no. It was and horrible. I can't and it was even imagine harder for me. I'll say it was even you. harder for me because you were being very unreasonable. <laughs> Shocker. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know where the turning point was. I'm gonna need you to think of this because I'm gonna want to know the answer. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't. I don't. What I'm saying, I don't know that there was a specific like turning point. I think it was a slow, gradual kind of like constant working towards the same. Like we both kind of had a goal in mind that we had never really discussed. I mean, we had discussed kind of getting married and stuff like that, but we both kind of had that we wanted this relationship to work in mind. So even some of those rough points, we like kind of brought us back or closer to the same, same, like brought us into the, like closer into the same direction and stuff like that. So like a lot of those turning points weren't that they were turning points per se. They were just kind of like redirection towards the right, towards, towards where, like towards the right path. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So it wasn't. I don't know that there was a single point I can point to. It was more of a. Was the one I gave you several the redirections? Tennis racket was that? Was that the turning point where you're like, man, this girl's so great. She even got me a tennis racket for my birthday that I never used. Yeah, we I haven't used that in two. We I've had it for two you, years. Still haven't used it. Yeah, um, I know. No, doesn't like no. There were a few like there were a few things you got me along the way that like were like big signs to me no i'm saying when i moved when i when i finally moved here yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i don't i can't think of a specific turning point where i where you're like okay i'm okay with being around her enough days of the week yeah i don't know there was not a turning point yeah definitely just make them an answer definitely no specific i can't even come up with a specific day of those memories that like oh like i can't even think of anything so yeah you're not even getting a made-up memory I, was, I, I mean, can only was, think of all the negative things. I was going to say, was, really? Like what? I cried a lot. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I knew you cried. I don't really, I, mean, you, I know how much you cried. I job got delayed. Oh, yeah. That freaked me out. Um, we had that big fight over the election. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Um, those are the two things I can think of that I was just, well, I wonder if it was Halloween because when we were driving from a pumpkin patch and I had mentioned, I said, I was crying obviously, and I had said, this is what I had been praying for is a group of people that I do fun things with, like going to pumpkin patch and carving pumpkins and that kind of stuff. And that, that's funny because that would have been right before the election. Um, that you had the exact, you were crying for a completely different reason than yelling at me for whatever I did at the election. I know what I did. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I, I still don't think it was completely wrong. It was wrong at the time. But since then, it has made you a better person. It made our relationships with all those people involved better. I agree. Um, and you've learned how to deal with that specific thing and then the, and that was actually a big i think the election night specifically was one of those big things because that was one i, I don't know that i don't i don't know that i thought about it at the time but that was definitely one of the moments of like is this shutting the door like is this the sign that i need to shut the door because she can't even hang with me like she can't hang with me and my friends and she gets upset that she can't hang with me and my friends and she won't just jump into it right because i mean because the, the argument was um Micah asked her a political question, like, where do you stand politically? And she kind of, like, got real therapist on it 
And well, why? no, I, I would say I cowered because out of everybody else in Florida, I am the one liberal person. Well, at least in our friends group. I mean, no, we hang out. I mean, in our close friends group, we hang being, out with... I was being dramatic. Yeah, yeah. At, in that house that night, you were definitely the only I liberal. I was the only liberal. And so, my... And I think for me, and we've talked about this, is... I mean, I was brand new to the friendships. So, like, I... I feel like I wasn't confident in my ability to debate with your best friend... And even now, I would say, I'm not willing to debate with him because I think he's too quick-witted and has better comebacks, and I don't want to put myself in that humiliation. No, but yeah, he he knows what he believes a lot stronger than you know what you believe. Correct. Like, he knows this is why he believes in this policy, and you're like, "Eh, I just think you should, that should be the way it is. Well, no, I think I'm more, I believe more in... Social poli- social social policies or change versus constitutional rights of America. Yeah, 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 that's fine. But, and so, back to that night, I think I was trying to just, like, not... One, I was trying not to debate with someone. And two, I knew I couldn't... I couldn't go against him. So it was just like, I don't really feel like answering... And I was trying my best to, like, no, I don't want to answer. And then he felt like I was trying to therapize him where he wasn't getting my nonverbal cubes of, like, well, cause I don't it, want to talk about this. Well, the, I think the other thing, too, is you weren't saying, you know what, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. It was, well, how about you tell me what you feel first? Right. <laughs> like, that's the way you were doing it. Well, that's my guarded response. Yeah, yeah. That's what. No, you're right. But it's a very therapy answer, right? It's not... It's a, let's not talk about me right now, let's talk about you, because you're the one with issues. Which, in that context, wasn't what you were doing. Right. But, given what your career path is, that's a lot what it sounds like. Well, you know, according to my therapist, um, when I'm in situations that I feel uncomfortable, my defense mechanism is to be a therapist. Yeah, which makes perfect sense for that to be your career choice. So, you know, I'm putting myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations. So, I get it. So that night was interesting. Yeah, I know. I was there. I know, but you kept. Sorry, I was trying to cue you to. You're saying it was. God, is this a door shut or open? I don't know. I don't even know that I was questioning. I, I never questioned whether it was, it was always open. I'm not saying that. It was a should I close the door here kind right. of response, so what right? Because you not to. I don't remember. Probably whatever you got me for my birthday that year. The tennis racket. I got you the tennis racket, the Hawaiian shirt, and one other thing. I don't remember. No, so definitely it wasn't what you got from, I don't even remember what you got me for my birthday. Yeah, I can't remember the third thing. Yeah, so I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. I think, honestly, and this is, this is, I think, one of our biggest strengths in our relationship, and I think this is kind of I think this was probably why the door didn't close, is you were pissed, you said you were pissed, you told me why you were pissed, we talked about that, and we kind of like, not moved on, but we resolved it, and we were done with it, right? hmm And actually, in the context of that, we did not resolve that specific issue, because we had several more times where something similar happened, um, where I didn't, I did not uh, act correctly, 
Quote unquote. Yeah, air quotes. I did not act correctly. Uh, but yeah, so it's 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 interesting that that was like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, a lot of those things were like the issues where you're saying like the the rough times. It's not that any of them were turning points to me. It was that each time the way we talked about it and the way we kind of resolved the issue was like was a way that okay, I can I can fight with her, realize there's a problem, kind of come up with a solution maybe. And we're both okay with that. Like, it's it's real easy to kind of get through conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, that, I mean, that's probably, not that that was the turning point, because it wasn't one time, but it was each time that that happened, it was easy to resolve, easy-ish to resolve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think each time... Neither one of us were being ridiculous in it, right? We both had valid points. And right. we both realized that we both had valid points, and like, hey, let's... I'll I'll do better at X, Y, and Z, and you can do better at, mm-hmm. you know, A, B, and C. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even a fight, if I remember correctly. Because you define a lot of things as fights that aren't really fights. Well, up until July, we had no arguments, no disagreements. July of what? This year or last year? No, 2020. Okay. Like, it was, in my perspective, it was blissful. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of my concerns was, we haven't had a fight, and that's a problem. Because we need to have a fight. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Because, not that I was trying to make a fight, but like... You do that sometimes, but I get it. You can't, like, this relationship isn't going to be sustainable if we can't have just... Like, I needed to know that we could have a fight and come out of it. Okay. But our first fight was in July when you came up. Was it July? No, it was August. You had come up. And we were dis. You had made a comment about family and difficulty of holidays, and you had made some snide comment of like, "Oh well, like you just don't understand because like your family's like harmonious or some shit like that," and that pissed me off. Yeah. I definitely don't remember that happening like that. But I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then I sobbed uncontrollably for... Would you say that was an argument? No, it was a disagreement. A hurt feelings. Yeah, it was hurt feelings. Your feelings get hurt a lot. That's your problem. I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm a, I'm a four on the Enneagram. Hmm. Which means I'm special. It does mean you're special. 